And we're on the air in five, four, three, two, one. Pencil. We are beginning to be able, cautiously and with our eyes open, to encourage some interchange of ideas. Uh, welcome. This is uh, Here You Are, Wausau. I'm uh, I'm one of your hosts, Dino, and I'm here with I'm Eric. And uh, so, uh, like last week was the first podcast we had on iTunes, and I was also broadcasting on Periscope while we recorded it. So. I don't think that that was my best work, you know. <laughs> to, to be fair, I want to I apologize up front for that. That was uh, I was a little bit distracted, um, but I was making faces at people on Periscope, so that's just the way it goes. Um, but not, but apparently not communicating with them, which is problematic on Periscope. Yeah, apparently, apparently I wasn't communicating directly with them. Right. So, but then again, I don't know what the hell, what Gracie, I don't know what the hell Periscope is. So, I mean, I don't care much about it these days. No, you know, like the thing is, I, uh, I, uh, you know, every now and then you log in in the middle of the night and you're like, okay, what the hell is this? And for the most part, it seems like a bunch of people getting high or, uh, a lot of Russians. So I don't, I don't know exactly what they're doing on it, but you know, they're doing something. So I'd be interested to see how Facebook's live broadcasting is going to affect Periscope. Because when I was at the father-daughter dance last weekend, there was a guy walking in, and he was, oh, let's let's post this live on Facebook as we walk in. And I thought, well, that's interesting since it has just come out. You'd think that more people would be using Periscope. Right. But, but, I, but I think the deal is that there is a certain moment for social media where nobody gets it. Yeah. You know, like... Like I, there's been a bunch of these sort of video products like Seismic. I remember Seismic back in the day, yep. you know, and it's like, okay, they all start and then they kind of die. And it's, it's sort of like, I think what it is is, you know, somebody buys a server farm and all of a sudden has all the bandwidth in the world and said, hey, video's awesome. You know, I like looking, I, I like looking at myself. So, you know, they, they start a, a video sharing social media network and it, you know, and I think that social media is great because you can be as transparent as you want. But I think the the reality of video makes that transparency a whole lot more real than probably people want to admit that it is. You know, all of a sudden it's like, okay, so I kind of know what your house looks like, you know, or I kind of know that you're not nearly as cool as you look like, you know. So, yeah, I think that that, that adds a... If you have, and we all have, and we're probably going to talk about this a little bit, if you have just a little bit of self-loathing or self-judgment, you know, all of a sudden the video element just, throw. I think, throws that through the roof. You know, oh, yeah. So. It, that's how I feel. I, there's no way that's happening. I'm right. Too, I'm not narcissistic enough. Yeah. I mean, I think, what was it? It was probably when it first came out, I think you were the only one who watched. I was like driving home from somewhere mm-hmm. and I just turned on because I didn't know what the hell it was. So I turned it on and I was just talking while I was driving. And I'm like, okay, this is kind of fun because I feel like, you know, it's helping me stay awake. But I didn't, I don't know why it was interesting to someone. I don't think it was, it wasn't particularly interesting to me, but you know, pe- people listen. But our friend, you know, our friend Wendy of Sunspot and right. the other side podcast. Yep. Um, yeah, she was in the Berlin airport. 
See, I think pulsed the... into Periscope, and that was interesting. You know, you right. got, you you knew the person that was doing it. You got to see some thing you're never going to see, and right. and sort of com- interact with with that person. It was kind of it was kind of neat. Well, I didn't know that when he was on Periscope, so now I'm going to have to re-download the app. But uh, I yeah, I think that the deal is like I I always end up talking to people when when I now I'm a consultant and when I talk to clients and they, you know, talk, you know, they want to talk about social media, I'm like, the deal is if it's not interesting in the world, then it's not interesting. So you and I know Wendy and we have this history. So seeing our friend do an interesting thing, that's interesting. But to be fair, if Todd, the guy we don't know is in the Berlin airport, that's really not that interesting to me. You know, because the Berlin airport is an airport, I imagine, but the context is, you know, important because, one, it's Wendy, our friend. Two, it's Todd, the total stranger. So, you know, I don't – I'm never, you know – But like, it's all – but it all depends on what Todd's personality is. Right. I mean, look at PewDiePie. You know, he blew up and only because he's got a unique personality. And I don't know. Like well, I it's only, YouTube. Yes, guy, I only know who you know. that is in the most fringe way. Like, I know that that's a thing, but right. past and that. that I, and me too. I'm just name dropping right. because, I mean, he, I'm sure at some point he was just a Wendy who a few people knew and right. passed it along to other people, and pretty soon he became huge. Right. So, so that, that, you know, you that's, know. The, that's the thing with all of this is sort of you kind of have to go through this like we're going through this awkward beginning stage and uh and eventually you kind of find your your feet on the ground and then all of a sudden it's like okay so now i know how to do this i know what's interesting to me and i'm beginning to to get an idea of what's interesting to people around you know or at least i'm trying to become interesting to others i mean because without that you know it's it's horrific so i think journalists should use it more yeah oh god big benefit in journalism yeah i mean there's you know things like you know like the arab spring and how twitter helped you know that movement along and that sort of stuff i think is fascinating but even just daily journalists like i get a kick out of the other day uh the musician joe bonamassa who i'm i'm a fan of his music and but not of him as a human being uh he's an active user of periscope and so i don't know what i was doing on youtube but i happened upon uh, he posts his Periscope stuff up on YouTube, and I'm like, oh, I'm watching it. And it's really kind of interesting, sort of the, the backstage stuff. And so I was like, oh, this is kind of cool. Oh, yeah, that's right. I think this guy's a dick. So, you know, <laughs> so it's that balance point. But so, yeah. So uh, so the topic today is what? What are we talking about? Well, we're, we're last, last podcast, we gave our year-end 2015 review, so I figured – Let's keep along that theme and talk about resolutions. Everybody makes them, even if they don't admit it. Yep. But, you know, we're mid-February now. How many resolutions have we kept? And why? So I think we should talk about that. Maybe focus just on the health aspects of it. You know, physical, dietary, mental, emotional. What kind of resolutions have we made? to ourselves for this year what have we already already Sorry. faltered on you know and how are we going to how are we going to keep those resolutions yeah that's... i think you and i both talk a lot about doing stuff but yeah. we don't stick with it for as long as we should 
So I'm going to see if I wrote down my resolutions on Tumblr. I don't know if I did. Nope, I didn't. Okay. So. I don't write them down because then it's less failure. Ah, okay, so that, right, so there we go. That's the first thing. So do you write them down? <laughs> no. Okay, so why not? the same, because then I, it's like I didn't, uh, I didn't not follow through on them. Right. You know, I can, I can excuse them away, but they're the same resolutions every year. They're the same resolutions that everyone else has, but I just keep them in the back of my head and say, you know, I'm going to, I'm going to join a gym this year. Yeah. You know. I'm gonna walk more. I'm gonna. I'm gonna. I'm gonna get fit. Sure. I'm going to. I was thinking about this podcast earlier today. We're gonna, we're gonna talk about fitness and healthy eating. And you know what's gonna happen? I started to say, say, say to myself, you know what's gonna happen is I'm gonna end up eating a pizza before this thing. That's what's <laughs> gonna happen. Yeah. Did you? I ended up getting a text. That's all my sick daughter wanted to eat tonight was pizza. Yeah. Well, that, so. Yeah. That, I mean, that's that. That's <laughs> brutally funny. So what kind, just for me personally, what kind of pizza did you get? Thai chicken. No. From where? Papa Murphy's. Wow. That's a, oh, that's a, fuck. I'm going to go do that after we get done with the podcast <laughs> now. I'm going to go, or I'm going to drive over to the grocery store and get a tombstone because that's what I really like. There you go. I mean, that's, and that's horrible but it's that tradition you know it's a tradition so so i but i, I can say you know i got a fitbit last year so i yep. can say well i've been walking more so i can justify and you really have pizza more often so yeah and you really have and to be and to be and without giving away eric's medical history too much walking wasn't always easy for you no you know so that the fact that you kick my ass on fitbit every week just makes me go I got to get out of the house, you know, I got to get up from my desk, but you know, and have you, yes, I have. I mean, the, the problem is, so the past two weeks have been bad for me because my dog, Gracie got hurt. So she got, so she got injured. And, uh, so the vet said she can't go to the dog park. She can only go on short walks on the leash. And I'm like, Oh my entire social life was at the dog park. I mean, literally, my entire, for the most part, my entire social life was the Weston Dog Park. And so it's one of those things where I'm like, yep, okay, this is, my Fitbit scores are going down. But surprisingly, they didn't go down as much as I thought they would. So I do, you know, I, I walk the I walk the dog now every day, twice a day. So, you know, I think that, uh, I think that, you know, it's, it, I'm chasing, you know, the nice thing about Fitbit is I, I have something to chase, you know, you're 57,000 or, you know, my, my friend Suchin's 92,000 or this guy, Steve Potter, I know that has a hundred thousand steps. And I'm like, you guys are dicks, you know, you're just, <laughs> but then again, you know, like in town here in Wausau, there's a, uh, Karen and Peter Rotter, a married couple who are both triathletes, uh, yeah, they have like 150,000 a week. And I I literally try I watched for a couple of weeks and then I unfriended them. <laughs> and I and the funny thing about that is I've been friends with Peter since uh college, since I was in college. He and I used to teach swim lessons together, which is a hilarious mental image for 
for anybody who knows us. But uh, yeah, it's so, but I, so I do, I've in the past I've done resolutions and I've written them down and stuff. And I think that uh, for, for me, it's, it's, it's always been this, like you're saying, this sort of dwindling reward, like, okay, so now I have 28 resolutions. Okay. Well, that's fucking stupid, you know? Right. So this year I just had the four, you know, and they're really kind they were really kind of broad and really sort of personal. And I put them up on my Tumblr page and, and I'll, you know, and so, you know, we can link to that if, if we want and you can, you can read about those. And I think if I look at them, I think I'm actually doing, so I, I have four, uh, and I'll just say them. Uh, the first one is to this entire year is about my health. So right. I've, you know, to be fair with, I, I mean, if you, if you do the work that you need to do and kind of figure out causes and things like that, so you can, you can break cycles of, of bad behavior, the, my, my health went to shit right after the, when my dad passed away and, uh, and to be fair, like I remember that specifically because I literally in I literally laid on my couch for six months and just didn't go anywhere. You know, I was working at the bar at the time, so you know, living alone, not didn't didn't have anything to pay for, so I could just lay there. You know, and that's almost exactly what I did every day, and so that that cycle it it's really easy to sort of identify how that sort of lack of in in this case at this point lack of movement became a thing so it's it's nice to sort of go and uh and kind of identify the changes and and what was cool is i really liked your you sent along your personal manifesto on this topic and i thought that that was really cool I, there were some things in there that i thought are really nice but we'll let's get through these so with my health, the primary objective thing that I thought was important was I have to break the soda addiction because, and and to be fair, the soda addiction's not bad. Like I know people who drink a lot of soda every day, but the thing is, uh, I I was using that as a justification that okay, so I see that guy he drank twelve Mountain Dews today. Okay, well, and I only had one. But the problem was I was having it every day. Right. And so it was like, okay, I, can't, I can't, literally couldn't eat dinner without Mountain Dew. And I'm like, all right, this is – I have to break that cycle. And so for the most part, I've done really well with that. So I, I allow myself the one exception because I think, look, I'm, I'm a human being. And so I, I allow myself to have soda at the movies. When I go to the movie theater – I have popcorn and soda because that's part of the my part of my experience at the movie theater. I but don't other, buy into that, huh? I don't want to cut you off, but I don't buy into that. Well, I know because I used to drink as much Mountain Dew as you did, and when I stopped just cold turkey, I lost thirty five pounds. Yeah, and you you can't allow yourself. I don't think you can allow yourself even the one because it, for a duration. Sure. Because I think what happens is. You know, maybe you cut out, cut it off cold turkey. You'd come back to it in fall, okay. and you have one. It's not going to taste good, and I think that's what's going to happen. You know, if okay. you can cut yourself off entirely, all right, it's going to be way too sweet, and it's just going to kind of taste gross. All right, and you're well, not going to want it. Tomorrow we're going to see Deadpool, so I have to come up with a beverage alternative for the popcorn. Yeah, because you know, I'm 
I'm eating popcorn. Just, you know, just, <laughs> let's not even talk about it. Um, and so are you. So that's you know that's the way it goes. Um, the the other thing that I wrote was I have to embrace sort of the isolation. So, you know, I I got let go in April, and I I'm home alone, and uh, but I've I've I'm working on projects, but at the end of the day, I'm not going to an office. So, you know, I'm going to Milwaukee and I'm working on stuff. I'm going to Madison. I'm going here. I'm going there. But, you know, seven out of ten days, I'm not going anywhere. And that that's hard for me. And it's strange because I don't really want to go anywhere. But at the same time, I know that, like, you, you've, you've helped me with this in the past, sort of, you got to go out to dinner once a week by yourself right. you got to be in public because if you don't you're going to become a weird shut-in guy who's rubbing beard oil on his face all night long so <laughs> that's you know so that's important um yeah. and i and i think i've been doing pretty good i mean i it's uh i'm at you know i know sort of the triggers in my head and and bad reactions to them so i'm kind of impressed that that i'm keeping that discipline going in my head um getting rid of stuff, you know, sort of stripping it down. And I think that I want to do a whole podcast about this later on, but we're at a point now where like, I don't need to own DVDs anymore. I don't, you know, we're, we like, I, when did you get rid of your CDs? When, when did that happen? Remember that day in the coffee shop when you had the suitcase? Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. That's right. So 10 years ago, uh, 15 Okay, so a long time ago, you and I met at a coffee shop, and you had a suitcase with you. Right. And in the suitcase was a large port or some of your CDs. Yeah. And you let me pick out what I wanted. And then what did you do with them? There was some guy in the building. I think he bought a bunch of them. The um, the world-famous Lorenzo, he bought a bunch of sure. them. Yeah. I would just I would sell them or... You know, and then I just got them. I think it was, I think Weeby CDs was open at the time, wasn't okay. it? Okay. So I probably got a, the Weeby CDs was a used CD retailer. And I think I just sold a bunch of them to yeah. that or donated them or it didn't really matter. If I could make a few bucks off of them, great. Otherwise, I was just giving them to Goodwill. Because you were, you were the first person I know that did that. And I thought I did it that was... years ago with my cassettes, too. I gave all that stuff away. And I thought it was the craziest goddamn thing in the entire world. I'm like, that's how can you do that? You know, because it it still doesn't make any sense to me. I mean, it does. It really. I was thinking about it today, and it really does. But you were the first person I know that did that. So how were you listening to music at the time? iPod. So you you put it all on the computer, and then you put it yeah. on the iPod. Yep, I burned wow. it all to the machine, and and then got rid of the got rid of the hard disks. And this was, so everybody has context, this is before Spotify or RDO or any of that stuff. Right, right. Yeah. So I had a 40 gigabyte iPod, and I just uh, would switch that out every once in a while with new music and carry that around with some earbuds wherever I went. And how many gigs does your phone have? 64. 64, okay. And it's probably a third of the width. 
Yep, exactly. Oh God, that's right. Those were those were great friggin' iPods. I might, yeah. So, but that was so it was to to get rid of stuff. Like so, what I've done is I got rid of my DVD collection. I uh, I donated it. To, I gave a bunch to people that I that had asked for movies that I had, and then I gave them all to the library mm-hmm. here in town. And uh, and so that was kind of fun now to see, like, to go into the library and see. I'm like, oh, that movie's pretty weird. I know that that's mine. So, you know, <laughs> it's that's kind of fun. So, and then, um, and so then right now for Lent, I, I found this, this thing on the Internet where it's pick one article of clothing for every day of Lent and, and get rid of it. And so I'm making a pile, and I'm going to take all of my clothing to the neighbor's place the the 40 items of clothing to the neighbor's place and my mom's doing it and i, I thought you could do it but then you really you said well, i don't have 40 pieces of clothing yeah, i don't I'm think like, i have that so right so you know it's it's funny how like there are things that you can that you're willing to get rid of and then there are things that you're not willing to get rid of like i have a hard time like i have a, a collection of hawaiian shirts that for a while i was wearing them at the bar when i was standing bar mm. and I'm like, I, I don't want to get rid of these. And I'm like, I'm never going to be that small again. What the fuck am I? They're larges. Yeah. What the hell? So, yeah. They're like resolutions, though. You keep making them and you keep right. thinking that you're going to get yeah. to that point sometime. So, well, just in case. Just in case I want to keep these size 32 jeans. Okay. Right. What yeah, the, yeah. you know, you, didn't, you weren't even that small in college, dummy. So, <laughs> yeah. And then the other resolution I had was to write more. And I And I've done really, and I think I've done well with that because of, been writing professionally quite a bit this year so getting paid um so yeah so those are my resolutions and i think i've done pretty well good yeah yeah the health one is tricky because that's always one that i say i'm gonna get better at as well but it's such a broad notion right is it physical health is it dietary health mine is always tied to emotional health being the bipolar and depression that I suffer from that's always a tough one I'm going to be happier this year right it's it's easier said than done when you suffer from these other diseases yeah I I think you're right I think that that's a that's a real thing and a lot of people sort of suffer from that and I think that I mean I know that I suffer from it as well and so what I've what I've come to do oftentimes is just fake it you know, because there's, a, you know, like I, I oftentimes just sort of let the door open, you know, okay, I'm just going to, I'm going to be depressed. And being, you know, single and without family, I can be, you know, I can sit at home in my underwear. Mm-hmm. You know, you, on the other hand, your daughter's going to be like, Daddy, put pants on. <laughs> you know, so, I mean, how do you, how I mean, it's not like the old days before the kids. So how do you, how does your depression manifest now? Still sort of the same, just quiet introversion. Yeah. I don't know if there. Yeah, you know, sometimes I'll be anger with the bipolar, but I try to. I try to curb that. I think honesty has been the best thing, and I think you know being honest with myself has helped deal yeah. with it, and just being open about it. You know, for a while I. Well, for a while, I didn't even know I was bipolar. I would just say I was crabby. Right. You know, talking about it with people and not trying to hide it or cover it up with with some other excuse, I think helps you deal with it. 
Yeah, I you, you know you start to understand you know what's going on when you when you do start to have an episode and you can sort of curb it a little bit before it gets unmanageable. So you you've had it as I mean as long as we've been since friends. I was probably Olivia's age. Right. So you've had Just, it as long as we've been friends. So do you have yeah. do you have things that you you know now that you know do you have a ritual that sort of how you process during that time? Or are you stuck floundering? A lot of times I'm just stuck floundering. There's a lot of just quiet time with myself. Or I'll, I, a lot of it actually is cleaning. I'll get into a zone where you know, I'm struggling with some issue, whatever whatever it is. A lot of times I don't even know what it is. And right. I'll just go on a cleaning rampage around the house. <laughs> See, I... Um, I so I, I wanted to tell a story about how uh, I, I try to make a funny story about how that would manifest with me. So I, the, I was in a long-term relationship in my 20s and 30s uh, with a girl named Angela. And so during that time, I was working uh, for my family and I was working at the bar. And the, the, the bar was sort of a all-consuming life. And it was... You know, it it was it was a very popular bar, and I had a lot to do. And I would, then I was young, and I would, and I was, and I didn't drink or do drugs, so I would get stressed out quite often. And my long girl, she and I were together. It turns out for ten years, I had no idea. Um, she she knew sort of my triggers and sort of what to do to sort of when okay, my boyfriend is now in this downward spiral. I let's try to get him out of this. And so it was, it was hilarious because, you know, when you're in a long-term relationship, you know, and your partner is, is aware of sort of bad behavior or unhealthy behavior, they can do little things to sort of break you out of that. And, uh, and so she had two, two things that she did when she knew I was upset and it just was, they were both physical and totally appropriate for me to tell you about, um, things to do that broke me out of it. So one of the things she did is she would take her hand and literally just cover my face with it. Like her, her, the heel of her hand was on my chin and her fingers just covered my face like a, like a spider. Mm -hmm. And, or the other thing she did, and this was sort of a lot more intimate and a lot more funny was she would take her, she would stick her nose in my ear. (laughs) And, and so the deal for me was it was just sort of, when it was that kind of crisis moment, you know, where, okay, this is the, he's all the way in the spiral. Let's physically just move him in a way that stops the spiral. And I thought, you know, I'm, I'm always, I'm always grateful and very, very uh, affectionate to those two stories and those acts, because now, you know, 45 years old, it'd be fun to have some pretty blonde girl stick her nose in my ear to, to put me in a better mood. So, yeah. So, uh, yeah. So, uh, let's see. What else? Eating better. Yeah. We talked about pizza earlier. I need to eat better. I got to this uh, Vegetti. I never know how to pronounce it, but it's this spiral cutter okay. that cuts um, food, like zucchini, for instance, into spaghetti. So you can make spaghetti with zucchini. Really? Using pasta. And do you, so, do you use it? Yeah, we use it a lot. Oh, Gina's wow. better. My wife is better at cooking with it than I am, but yeah, it, 
you know, then it gets rid of the whole carbs and the, oh, yeah. the lagging and the, all of that. So we're trying to eat better this year. I think that that's, that's interesting. Cause I, you know, I, I think that that's right on. So I'm, I'm transitioning out of being a meat eater to, to be, to talk about healthy eating. And so how's that going? It's going really quite well. But we have to remember, I've given myself 12 months to do this. So it's not, you know, it's not going to be, it's, it's a lot harder than, you know, we, than I thought, you know, but the deal is what, what's important, like you're talking about with, uh, we're making healthy food choices. When I, what I have focused on these, the first three months of this year is making mindful food choices. You know, for example, you know, if I, if, you know, my mom wants to go to McDonald's for whatever reason, I don't have to eat the McDonald's. But if I do, I have to not beat myself up about it. And I have to acknowledge that this is a choice I'm making, you know, to eat a Big Mac. And it doesn't, it's not the end of the world, but it's also not a move in the right direction. You also don't have to eat a Big Mac. Right. Yeah. You could get a salad. Yeah. But for whatever reason, I think that uh, I think they taste horrible at McDonald's. <laughs> so you know, it's not that I couldn't do that, but to be fair, I don't think that uh, I don't think the McDonald's salad is is going to do it. I like you know I like salad quite a, quite a bit and eat it quite often, but yeah. So, what about your physical health? So with you, you seem to me, and I've seen you quite a bit recently or a bunch of times. You seem healthier than I've seen you in a while. Well, that's good. I don't feel healthier. Oh, you don't? Okay. All right. Well, then you're putting on a hell of a show, buddy. I've had an open wound on my leg for 10 months, oh, um, which, I you know, hate your leg part so of, much. Yeah, I know that most people do. Um, but uh, stress is a big factor in, in keeping that open, so I need to try to keep that down and my physical health is is very important for a lot of things. I mean, the, the bipolar, the depression, all of that helps. Yeah. With when there's more physical activity, so I really need to get into a gym because I don't exercise enough around here. I've got the you know the one-off stretchy bands or you know some free weights around here that I could do with right i really like stretching a lot you know but you can only do so much of that right and especially in the winter you can't go out and walking so i really do depend on a gym so i really do need to get back into a gym and utilize some of that exercise that that's true so you wrote on on the workflow that stretching is a lot like meditation yeah, that's one of my endorsements this year. This week is going to be uh, stretching because I really like stretching. I could stretch for like an hour, really? and you just feel so great after that. Yeah, I remember when I was working out at the Y, I would stretch longer than I would work out, and I would feel so much better. So, have have you considered yoga? Many times. Okay, but I've just never taken that next. Okay, I'm going to do it. Step. Okay. Even meditation, I've considered meditation, but I haven't taken that step to to uh, actually do it. So, so let me advocate, fingers crossed that's right. going to happen this year. Let me advocate fully for you going to yoga. I'll right. hell, I'll go with you, buddy. I when when we were in college, yoga changed 
changed all of our lives. I mean, it was one of those things where it's like, you know, when you're 20, it's like, this is bullshit, you know, but all of a sudden it's like, oh, wait, this somehow this is not bullshit. This is this is kind of fucking awesome. You know, do you still do it? Yes, I still do. Yes. I'm super proud of my yoga practice, you know, and what's what's hilarious about it is my ex has gone deep into yoga. She's a yoga instructor. She goes on yoga retreat. She, you know, the yoga, she has literally built her entire life around yoga to the point where she leaves her family, like, you know, her 14 year or 13 year old kid and goes t- to do yoga stuff. I'm like, okay, you know, and then the other problem with that is for you and I, or the other enabling thing for that, for yoga is our boy, Russell Simmons obviously swears by yoga. You know. Does he? Oh, yes. Oh, God, yes. I mean, and he invented hip-hop, so we, you know, we should listen to what Russ has to say. So, yes, he, he does two things for him. He he openly says, uh, there's a there's a poster on the internet, or a picture on the internet of him, you know, sitting and meditating, and his quote is, I don't do shit before I meditate. And then he he has an active yoga practice. If you follow his Instagram feed, there's a lot of, I mean, it's almost, you know, weekly pictures of him doing yoga or him talking about his yoga instructor and stuff like that. I think that, you know, he's he's very, very deep into it. And I think he wrote a book about yoga, and I think I have mm. it. If I do, I'll give it to you because, mm. you know, he, he openly said, you know, I went to yoga for the women <laughs> initially back in the 80s, and then all of a sudden it changed his life. And now he's he just wrote the book The Happy Vegan, and, you know, he's got these other books about yoga and stuff like that. So, but, yeah, so. Yeah, it's just one of those things. I just need to take the next step and do it. Yeah. I'm conscious about it and everything else I do. You know, you just have to do things in your life that you have to be cognizant of everything. Like I go to the grocery store and instead of finding the close spot, I park in the farthest spot away. Sure. So that I'm forced to walk. And since I've gotten this Fitbit, I will, if I have to get uh, vegetables, which are usually the first thing you see when you walk into a grocery store, I will walk around to the milk, which is usually in the far back, and make an entire loop around the store before I go get the groceries just to to get a number of extra steps in. So you always have to be thinking like that, I think. And I try to do that as much as I can to stay healthy since I'm not exercising regularly. Wow. I Yeah, I, I don't do that, you know. Most but, people don't. But I think uh, the, the Fitbit thing is you're right on about that. You know, you sort of reach. I, I do this where if uh, I look down and I have five lights on but i haven't clicked over to the you know i haven't felt the you achieved your goal thing mm-hmm. I'm, I'm not above walking back and forth in my basement until i hear right. that till till yeah, i no. feel that you know at least you're doing something exactly so yeah so uh so let's see what else did you want to talk about i don't know so you want to so we, i think we had talked about you know we've been talking about playlists a lot lately i think that we could maybe put together a playlist this time around for uh, to help our listener yeah listeners yeah our listener inspire them exactly you know whoever you might be sir or <laughs> madam but uh so so let's talk a, so we have a couple of minutes left let's talk a little bit about uh your the manifesto yeah 
So why don't let's take pull out a couple that you think are are really so. The manifesto is a, a long list of sort of. I don't know. You go ahead and you talk about it. Just a long list of brief statements to live by. Um, they're just core values, ideals, things like that, principles that you guide yourself by. And I try to look at it once a week. It usually turns out not to be that frequently, but um, you know, there's just things like take field trips, whatever that is. Sure. You know, that could be a field trip to a, a different store. It could be a field trip to Stevens Point. I took a field trip with my daughter to the Natural History Museum. You know, something like that. It's sort of energizing and it's it's fresh. Energy is contagious. I'm not always the most energetic person, but it certainly is when you're around people you know that energy is contagious. And I try to be where I want to be that person. One of my favorites is oh, one of my favorites is be boring. Yeah, Which sounds okay. counterintuitive, yep, but me. it's the only way to get work done. Not all work is exciting. Not all of life is exciting. You have to embrace being boring in order to be successful. Yeah, that's that's a that's a brave thing. That's that's sort of a really kind of brave idea of just going. All right. I gotta, I gotta wash the sink. I gotta uh, pick up the clothes. I just, was it you who sent me the article of just do these ten simple things and, and they'll improve your life? And it was literally like, if you're going to leave a room, pick up and put away one thing in it before you go. Yeah, probably. It sounds like something I'd say. You know, if 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 you eat something, wash the dish, and it's like, right. oh fuck, okay, you know. Yeah. And time it. You know, I think that timing it, timing the things that you do, you'll realize that what you've not done because you think it's an extra thing takes less than 12 seconds. Okay, that was 12 seconds. That wasn't a big deal. Next time it's not going to be as difficult to say, okay, i got to wash this dish quickly. See, some of the other things on the manifestos are things that are, are you know, some things that you do. Where you where are your passions? You're a very passionate person. Yeah. You're, you wear it on your sleeve. Yeah. Everybody knows that. <laughs> Every, yeah. My one point... is as, one statement is as simple as trust. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's a big thing. That was that was sort of something I I I struggled with trust at some point, and then in my twenties and thirties. Sort of made a, and this is going to be far too. Well, fuck it, it's our podcast. I was going to say it's going to be far too heavy for a podcast, but fuck it, it's ours. Um, so the deal was, you know, you, you, we were all trying to be cool in in our twenties and at the bar and at in our nightlife, and it was, you know, oh, you can't you can't trust that guy. Who knows what he's got going on? You know, he's he's going to burn you. And it's like, I, I came to something at some point in my life where I said, look. Nobody can burn me of anything. Like I'm, I'm willfully entering whatever social engagement you and I, whatever person and I are having. So I have to own that outcome. And so the, the story that goes along with that is there was a girl who was my friend in college. At some point, uh, 
sort of got into financial trouble in her 20s or 30s or late 20s, early 30s or something. And she called me and she asked to borrow $5,000. And, uh, and I was like, what the hell? And, the, and, and it was one, you know, I thought about it and I thought about it. And I thought, this is, this is a real test of this idea because it's pretty much all of my money at the time, <laughs> you know. And it would, you know, she lived far away from me. I really, you know, hadn't seen her in a long time, but she she needed help. And so I decided I'm going to put this idea of I am I am taking these choices fully on and I am I am owning them. And so I I loaned her the money and she 3 months later or something like that she paid me back right away. And so it was it was funny because the the lesson has sort of been been manifest a couple of different times since then one time was with mike capista from inner sleeve so in all the years that mike has been around central wisconsin music mike has only ever personally promoted one show with his money so he did he did a bot he booked the bottle rockets a band that he really likes a very in in the market of an expensive band to come and play at Scott Street Pub and it was all his money and he was responsible for all of it and and I said Mike you know and Mike has a special needs kid and he had a kid in college at the time and stuff and I'm like well you should let us help you or something you know because let us do this he's like no no it's okay it's it's my choice I'm doing this and I said what if nobody comes and Mike's exact words were you could you're only successful if you book the show with the understanding that nobody's coming (laughs) and I thought yep that's it right there that's the that's the manif- that's the manifesto for how I want to book rock shows going forward yep and so you you book them with the understanding that no one's coming and you're just going to lose all of your money so when you and I did the thing at the at the Eagles wherever that at the Elks right. the the general theory was I'm just giving all this money away cuz I want to do this thing you know yep. And the payment that day was Wendy, who we talked about earlier, gave me a big wet kiss on the mouth. So <laughs> totally paid the damn thing off. So so I think some of the things that I really liked on your manifesto, um, let's see, where was it? I really, I really liked, and I think you do really well with this, work in such a way that if someone spoke badly about you, no one would believe it. Right. I think that that's ama- I think that's an amazing idea that I have to do. So, um, have an honest ego and a healthy body. That's fucking heavy, you know. <laughs> that's just heavy. So, um, uh, let's see where was it? the other one was on the first page. Um. Organization equals liberty. So talk That's a little. Perfect for what you're going through. Right. So talk a little <laughs> bit about that. The less you have, the easier life is. Yeah. I knew somebody who's years ago who's um, who had a theory that the the less keys you had on your keyring, the less complicated life was. And that's yeah. always stuck with me. So that's along those same lines. You have little, life is less complicated. You're free to do the things you want to do, or you're free to do better things than you're doing. 
because you're not tied down by these other man i that that was i really like that one and then the other one that i thought was super cool is begin anywhere mm-hmm. you know and that you know especially i i think that it's really once i saw that this for you that it was your list and it was begin anywhere i thought of the career change right you know you literally just begun again yep you know and I thought that that was, you know, I think that that's cool that it showed up in here and then I was able to sort of see how you did that. So, Well, this stemmed from that career change. I think I yeah. hadn't had a manifesto before that and I had worked on it while I was at that first step in the career change. Not being billed. Right. Yeah, probably. <laughs> but it makes you think about this sort of stuff. Right. So, yeah. The one that I, that I, I mean, I, I don't refer to it every time I look at this manifesto but the one that I try to live my life by is the have goals have a goal for your life have a goal for one segment of your life have short term goals have goals for the year for the month, for the week, for every day for every hour, every minute you always got to have something to take that next step forward and I think that's really helped me get through all of my emotional hurdles. Okay, yeah. I'm going I'm to accomplish this in the next five minutes. Okay, I'm going to accomplish this by lunch hour. I'm going to accomplish this during lunch, you know. Always having that next step in mind. Yeah, that's that's really good. And especially, you know, especially as, you know, fellas in flux, having those goals is important. So, so, so. yeah. So this was, I really enjoyed this podcast. We didn't really relate it at all to Wasa, but it's our podcast, so, you know. We, we don't have to. We live in Wasa, so we're, we're free to do what we want. Um, what are you endorsing this week? Yes, yeah, so let's do that. So we, we made uh, our endorsements sort of based around this topic, or our greater topic. So I, uh, I, I have four, so... Um, the first one is the app My Fitness Pal, mm-hmm. and so I'm a big fan of tracking, tracking. Or I've become a big fan of tracking, 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 um, and so I really like that I can see, you know, with weight loss and things like that, I can see sort of plateaus, and I can see when I've made, you know, kind of a, a big stride and sort of gone, you know, when I lost 30 pounds and it's like okay look you you did 30 pounds last year nice job and it's like okay so yeah there you go um what about you you pick one i might have promoted this before but or endorsed this before but i really like um daria rose's summer tomato website daria rose is the wife of kevin rose sure and she's got a phd is in neuroscience but she keeps this blog called summer tomato and it's a healthy lifestyle blog. And it's just, it's got everything you might need to maintain a healthy lifestyle. It's just a really, really killer example of a good blog. Yeah. Plus, you know, a lot of tips, recipes, and habits, stuff like that for living a good, healthy life. That See, I was always hesitant to sort of pay attention to her because t- you and I have talked about it a couple of times mm-hmm. just because I think her husband's kind of a putz. So, yeah. so she, doesn't seem, she doesn't seem like a putz. She seems like a very smart person. 
Well, so. then I'll give it a summer. What is it? Summer tomato? Summertomato.com. All right. I'll give it a, a second look. Um, let's see. She doesn't, she doesn't talk about him. She doesn't use him as a, as a crutch either. So. Well, that's cool. It's all about her and her healthy lifestyle. And her work. So. Right. Because I know she wrote a book, right? Yeah. 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 So. Um, Foodist. She used to be a, a public. That's right. Yeah. yeah. I have that book on my Kindle. Shit. Okay. Now I feel horrible. Um, so, so this is, this one is important to me. It's again, I really hate making the fact that it's another app, but I will, um, the, the meditation app headspace. I'm a huge, like it's, it's a daily practice guided meditation app and it's, you sit for 10 minutes, put on your headphones or put it over your speakers or whatever it is. And you sit for 10 minutes quietly and it's, it's guided meditation and it's really, like the the first ten episode, the first ten days, or first no, it's the first four weeks. The first four weeks uh, are really to sort of teach you how to meditate, and it's seven days a week. And I think it's I, I do pretty well with keeping up with it. Um, I do it. It's the strangest thing because I do it at the Y. So <laughs> I I go and I exercise and I I do you know cardio and then I do some free weights and then I shoot free throws at the Y. Yeah. Okay. And then I go and I sit upstairs in a chair. It's the at the Y. There's an observation area. It's not really an observation area, but there's a hallway that overlooks the pool, and, uh, and it's by the dance studio where uh, Sophie took dance class. And so I sit in a chair there and I meditate for ten minutes. And every now and then somebody walks by and they're like, "Are you okay?" And I'm like, "Fine, totally cool," you know. But it's it's sort of part of the habit, and it's. It's really good. It's I think he's British or Australian, and he's got a great voice, and uh, and I wholeheartedly endorse Headspace. The paid version or the free version? The free version. I haven't I haven't had to pay for it yet, and I'm you know three months in, hmm. and I don't know what the paid version. I don't know what the difference is. I think it's probably, you know, you you have. I think that what you have is more access to social networking things in there, sort of the ability to connect to other users. But I haven't sort of come across any ads or any sort of any, you know, kind of barriers to to my meditation. So nobody's he hasn't said, well, you can't go to section two unless you pay for it. So, you know, because it's a four hundred dollar app. Is it really? If you get the forever subscription. Oh, okay. No, Otherwise, it's a uh, hundred dollars. There's three tiers. There's Hold a thirteen dollar, hundred dollar, and four hundred dollar. What the shit? Hold on a second. What are you talking huh. about? Okay, so I'm looking at it on my phone. I don't see anything that costs money here. Go down to in-app purchases. In-app purchases. What the hell are in-app purchases? And at purchases, headspace, headspace, holy Christ! There you go. Well, I haven't paid anything yet. So <laughs> I, I didn't know there was a four hundred. Jesus, four hundred dollars. That's more than I pay for my yearly membership to the Y. Um, but okay, well, still, I think it's awesome. So, all right, go ahead. What do you got? Uh, my other endorsement was stretching. Of all things, we yeah. sort of touched on it. You know, it is a lot like meditation for me, anyway. And uh, I think everybody should have more stretching in their life. Yeah, 
that's that's something. So so I'm going to skip my my third one was the magic bullet, but I think that's kind of lame. Um, I'll I'll recommend a book that I that I really like. Uh, Meat is for pussies by John Joseph of the Cro-Mags. Uh-huh. So uh, John John is the Cro-Mags are a hardcore band out of New York. Right. For those that yeah, sorry, listening for, don't know who the right. Cro-Mags so are. So the Cro-Mags are one of the that. founders of hardcore music from New York, and John was uh, a horribly abused child, et cetera, et cetera. And he, you know, was a drug dealer and drug user and, you know, living in foster homes and juvenile delinquent centers. And then he met, uh, his life story is he met HR from the Bad Brains and met the Bad Brains. And through that, it led him to being a a very hardcore vegan and a very hardcore uh, Hare Krishna. And it seems like the New York hardcore guys tend to all flirt with Hare Krishna for some reason. I, you know, I don't know why, but they all tend to end up there at some point. And uh, so he wrote a book called Meat is for Pussies, and it's it's amazing. It really, it's all of his, you know, kind of the the manifesto, and it's written in a really kind of vulgar and curse, it, all sorts of cursing, and so that's kind of fun. Um, and he, at in his 50s now, is uh, a vegan and a professional triathlete, and uh yeah it's just it's it's amazing if you if you just google john joseph on youtube and just see what he has to say it's fascinating stuff and i think i've always liked the chromags and uh to find out he was he was more than just the idiot up front that it's really quite impressive so nice yeah so my third endorsement was the manifesto that we talked a bit about but i'll we'll make sure to put a link up to that i don't see why i can share with the world yeah i mean i think that you know that that manifesto is is sort of that it's really an impressive document that you, you kind of came up for yourself and it's really i mean it's a collection of out of bigger ideas but and i'm sure you pulled them from places but right. i mean right. the idea you put them together in one place sort of as this guiding document is just amazing so that's a living document so right. as i find new things to inspire or you know decide that something isn't as valuable anymore i take off add to so we'll put a link out there to that as well yeah i think it's really cool so all and right we so we've been going some playlists for yep you. that's right i'll yeah and we'll put some if follow me on spotify which and maybe just email me or hit me on twitter and teach me how to use spotify because <laughs> as much as apparently you all use this stuff it's horribly not intuitive you know so but then again i don't think you know at this point i'm not happy with any uh music app interface like i mean seriously could itunes at this point suck worse i don't even go to it uh, anymore it's just i mean sure yes i have an unusual amount of, of songs and music but it's just un- unwieldy at this point, you know, and I don't even, like, I don't remember the last time I plugged my phone in. Now it's nice that we don't have to do that anymore, but, I mean, God, every time I open iTunes, I'm like, this is horrible. So, yeah, I don't, and I shouldn't have to do it, so, but. No. All right, so thank you all for listening. This yeah. is uh, Here You Are, Waso. I'm Dino. I'm Eric. Can you find us on Twitter? Here you are. Wasa, is there? Are you here? Here are you. The letters are you. Wasa. Okay. 
And, uh, yeah, so hit us up there. I think we've got a mailing list that we're starting to fool around with. So uh, go Trying to. to. Yeah. Go to our website. Yeah, go to the Sign website. Up. Figure it out. We'll, we'll, we'll try to make something happen. Um, and hit us up on Twitter. And you can find me at I'm, – I'm on Twitter at Citizen Dino. And I am uh, EC Sorensen1. Good. All right. Well, that's it. We'll talk to you later. Cheers. You're quite hostile. I got a right to be hostile, man. My people been persecuted. <laughs> 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 <laughs>